When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Heath Carney behind the Phoenix goal. Offy out to the blue line. Chara, he shoots, he scores! And the Islanders won't go away. It's 4-3, to three, Phoenix. Well, they score the goal because they have players in front. Smolinski is there, and that shot by Chara again brings the Islanders to within a goal. There's no quit in this team. They just keep coming. And for Zdeno Chara, his first in the National Hockey League. Hello and welcome to Islanders Anxiety from the Lighthouse Hockey Podcast Network. My name is Dan Saracini. Joining me this Sunday evening via Zencaster is my friend Michael Leboff. And Mike, uh, we did the 31 Thoughts parody thing last week, uh, so we won't do that again, but we could because once again, the Islanders have uh, reached into their past and brought out uh, a guy who uh, makes a lot of waves wherever he goes, and that is Zdeno Chara, who signed with the Islanders for a one-year deal of... Uh, still undetermined uh, fine, uh, monetary amount, uh, but it really shook up uh, Saturday on the old uh, NHL wire, and uh, I'm pretty damn excited, <laughs> same as I was for Zach Parisi, maybe even a little bit more so. This is this is pretty cool, I think. <laughs> it's so cool. <laughs> it's so cool. It's uh, 20, 25 years ago he was drafted by the yeah. Islanders. Yeah. Um, I remember traded him 20 years ago. <laughs> 20 years ago, traded by Mike Bilberry, and just think about how different the the league, the Islanders, the you know the Bruins, the Senators, every 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 team that he's touched, every um, you know just everything evolved, society, like just how different a world we live in now, and 
I thought he he kind of summed it up pretty well, saying like you just really have no idea mm. how uh, this would kind of come that you know how his career would kind of crescendo. And uh, one thing that's really interesting is that even two years ago or last summer or or whenever the offseason was last year, I don't think Zidane Chara would give the Islanders a second thought in this kind of situation. <laughs> I don't like, I like, I think maybe last year, maybe a little bit of intrigue, but like still not sold. Um, three years ago, definitely not. Uh, if you, you told them, you know, when, when this, when your contract and you finally are done with the Bruins, do you think there's any chance that you'd go back to the Islanders to like, you know, go full circle? He probably would laugh and be like, never, not going to go near that place with a, <laughs> a gazillion foot pole. And now, uh, yeah, it's it's crazy because it's the same thing as kind of as what we were talking about with Zach Parisi, or even you know think about Andy Green and Corey Schneider, Travis Ajak when those guys came, uh, they all say the same thing, which is um, they've they're looking to win a cup because their time is running out. When Ma- Matt Barzell had that very emotional press conference at the end of the season uh, when they lost the Lightning, he he basically mentioned. Uh, that you know, you, he's like, I got a couple years left, but guys like Bailey and Green are like, they, you know, this could be their closest they ever get, and um, it's it just goes to show you that this is a the team is aware of that, like, and they they kind of rally around those things first of all, like as on the player level, and uh, the the guys on in those situations, the the Charas and Parisi's, like, they they know that this is the right place for a guy in the twilight of their career and it can't really be understated how warm (laughs) it makes you feel Mm. and i also think a lot uh of people might misconstrue our excitement as islander fans uh thinking you know like what's the dano char got left in the tank like you're making (laughs) a big deal about this like no we're making a big deal because of the terms of the culture of like the team and and like the existential value of this the signing is is mm. so much bigger than what he's going to do on the ice and like we said with parisi if that if zidane ochara plays 40 games for the islanders and it's just like ho-hum you sign me up mm. yeah you know it, i'll we'll talk about his sort of on ice performance in the last couple of years in a little bit but yeah i mean I, I feel like what's funny is that in the the comments section under the article about the signing that steve posted it Lighthouse Hockey on Saturday, it seemed to be a, a, a pretty good sort of split mix amongst people that were you know, excited for the signing. It's cool. It's a great story. And people that were concerned that maybe Chara doesn't have that much in the tank. And in some cases, it was in the same comment. You can see people be like, you know, this is great, but I'm not too sure. And I think that's fair. I think it's, you know, I mean, the dude's 44 years old. Uh, I am 45 years old, and I know I wouldn't trust me to play in the National Hockey League or really do too much. Uh, but, you know, I, I do want to start with the story of him coming back to the Islanders, which does mean a lot. I mean, it means a lot for this guy who has accomplished everything you could possibly accomplish in the National Hockey League to sign with this team that he views as a Stanley Cup contender. He signed with the Caps last year because he thought they were a Stanley Cup contender. Like, um, he wants, this is a guy who, I, I don't know if he's chasing a ring. He already has one, but like, you know, he doesn't want to play in a situation where they're going to go to a lottery team. He doesn't want to play in a situation, which is a team that's, you know, might make the playoffs, which I mean, again, like you said, you know, five years ago, three years ago, longer, you know, there's, that's what the Islanders were. They were, you know, trying to make the eighth seed or the seventh seed. And they usually ended up 
somewhere between seven, eight or nine, you know, it's uh, it's less reliable that way, but this is a team that he knows from, I'm sure talking to the management and talking to the coaches and talking to the players that they're gunning for a championship and he wants to be a part of that. Uh, you know, that goes also to, if you're an older Islanders fan like us and you remember his first go around <laughs> with the Islanders, which was very unsuccessful. Uh, you know, he was still kind of a work in progress when they traded him to Ottawa. And, you know, I've always been of the mind that the Luongo Jokinen for Parrish and Kavasha trade is worse, way worse than the Chara uh, Muckalt first, first round pick for Yashin trade. Um, doesn't mean the, that trade didn't, you know, wasn't eventually ultimately pretty, pretty bad for the Islanders, but you know, I, Yashin was a good player for them. Just he was way overpaid. And unfortunately, he had a, a terrible wrist injury in that second year, which uh, was a huge problem. But, you know, when you trade a guy and he goes on to win a Norris trophy, captain a team to the Stanley Cup, I think it's pretty safe to say you made a mistake and you probably should have held on to that guy. Um, and so, like, it, you know, all of that comes back. And I, I was sitting on my couch yesterday. Uh, I had uh, gone to the gym. I had uh, completed a successful, very fruitful trip to Walmart. So I was pretty spent physically uh, at that point. And I'm flipping through my phone and I see some friends being like, holy shit, Z coming home. I'm like, what is going on? I scroll back a few more minutes and I see this happen. And I was like stunned. And I immediately paused. My wife and daughter were watching something on Netflix. I was like, holy cow. And they're like, what happened? My wife was like, did somebody die? I'm like, no, 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 nothing like that. So I, somebody I, came back. Yeah, somebody came the back. Opposite. <laughs> and so I uh, I paused it immediately. And I was like, I got to tell you guys this. And I immediately was like, picture it, Long Island, 2001. And I went into the whole thing. And I'm like, and finally, Zidane Chara is back. I can't believe this. And uh, they didn't seem all that impressed. But, you know, I think if you tell that story to some other people, they'd be like, yeah, that's a that's a pretty big deal. And no, no more than... Um, Pete Blackburn, he's on hockey Twitter. He's a Bruins guy. He's a very funny dude on Twitter. Even he was like, I love Chara on the Islanders, and I don't care who knows it. Like, that's a, that's kind of a big endorsement. Like, I think the people that get it, get it. And they get why this is significant. Is it going to help the Islanders on the ice? Well, we'll get to that in a minute. But I think that, like you said, it, it can't be denied. Like, the, the significance of this from you know, now perspective and the historical perspective really can't be denied. It's a huge story, more so than the Zach Parisi, but, you know, and the, the story we told last year was really just for us. Like, I don't think most people even remember that draft or even care, maybe if you're a Devils fan or something like that. But, you know, this this is a much bigger deal because every time you look at, like, the worst trades in NHL history list, Char is always up there. <laughs> He's, like, always in the top five. And so this is, you know, people are like, oh, yeah, that's right. He started from there. And so it's a big deal, you know, yeah. whatever happens. Two, yeah, it's the summer of writing wrongs, right? Like, <laughs> like Lou, Lou's really done some some magic, just bandaging old wounds and not letting them fester anymore. Mm. And I, one thing that's crazy about Chara is if you you remember, most people remember, like, oh yeah, the Islanders drafted him. He played like a couple games for them. He played over two hundred games. Yeah, for them. he dude, played he as many <laughs> he played games for the Islanders as he played for the Senators. Yeah. Like, I think it was like forty games less or something. So he was here a long time, but the fact that really nobody outside of Long Island knows that uh, speaks volumes of a lot of things. A lot of things. Most of them bad. Uh, Actually, all of them bad. That theme was terrible and irrelevant back then. Chara hadn't really come into his prime. uh, And obviously the trade ends up being one that Mike Milbury would like to have back. But like you, no 
nobody is not making that trade uh, in in that situation, right? It, just like everything with the Islanders, and we try, and, and it's exhausting to try to give context to when people would make arena jokes, or you know, that the fact that there's nobody at the games and stuff like that. Back then, like there's context, you need to put some context and nuance on things, and that that trade is definitely one of them. Uh, and the fact that you know he signed here, and what it means to Islander fans is another one. Uh, and the context is, you know, there, there was all this pain that Islander fans have been holding for 20 years from some, you know, from from just that era. And and you said it like the Jokinen trade for Luongo, the the Chara trade was just kind of like the the straw that broke the camel's back. Uh, you know, five years down the line, looking back, being like, wow, we could have had Luongo, mm. Tim Connolly, if who knows, whatever. Uh, like all these guys, Brian McCabe, Todd Bertuzzi, etc. Just all you you can run down the list. Everyone knows the list of people Mike <laughs> Milbury's traded, and Chara is just always the headliner to somebody who. Who and to somebody who doesn't um, really know what was going on with the franchise, or maybe wasn't following the league back then, it just seems insane. Uh, that trade just seems like it's insane, and uh, it was in retrospect probably a little bit. And um, but like, so that is the context that it, that's needed. Like we've, while the Islanders were floundering, we watched this guy turn into one of the most unique uh, characters in in the NHL, and just being like, yeah, we had that guy, <laughs> and we had it right. Like we drafted him. We developed him and then we let him go to and and everyone talks about the Bruins years, but those those senators teams, mm. first of all, they haunted the Islanders. Yeah. The Islanders oh, yeah. went like 0 and 80 against they, them. They, went they like won years, one game in the playoffs. Decades yeah. without beating the yeah. Senators. Yeah. And he would just and Char would score right. uh, you know, on a five on three because, you know, Ole <laughs> Kavasha would take a hooking penalty or something, and then someone else. And then um, yeah, it's uh it's it's that's the thing. Like it's like all these the, the it's almost like the Parisi thing too, where it's like you never held Zidane Char personally accountable for the way that his trade made you feel, but it did hurt watching him, and it the, the pain kind of never went away. Like no matter what, every time the Islanders played the Senators or the Bruins, uh, you you watch that guy dominate a game, and you thought, God damn it, <laughs> like you know, like and you and then you just shut the thought down because he could have been yours, he wasn't, but let's move on. Because, you know, Andrew McDonald is throwing a puck at a shin pad or Steve Steos <laughs> is about to take another penalty and Zidane Chara is not on our team. But uh, it's that's the that's the beauty of what's going on right now. And it's it's a party. And, and you know, one one thing, too, that I th- that dawned on me was uh, oh, this is I sound sad because I was at a wedding and I just was thinking about Chara yesterday at this <laughs> wedding. And I was like. How cool does Matt Barzell think this is? Right, because he probably thinks it's awesome. Like Matt Barzell came up, came up, and was in 1997. He basically was born the same time that Zdeno Chara was drafted. So he watches Zdeno Chara in his prime, and Matt Barzell loves hockey. Like he probably watches Zdeno Chara and like, this guy's sick. Like what Mark Shifley said about Josh Bailey on that video once. Like you ever see that? You know Zdeno Chara. How sick is that guy? How sick is Big Z? And now he's playing with him. And like Barzell, these kind of moves are the ones that. I think we'll stick with, with guys like Barzell or Ryan Pollock when they're up and stuff like that, like make them want to stay around even more than they do. Uh, because, Hey, like not only are we keeping this core together, but we're filling, we're not filling it with, uh, you know, these, these, you know, French types like Tom Kunakel anymore. <laughs> we're, we're filling the edges with Zdeno Chara right. and Zach Parisi. So there, it, it does have like much bigger ramifications uh, in terms of like the, the in the weeds kind of stuff then people on the outside will know 
And uh, yeah, like you said, people who do get it and understand and have like a little bit of like a sports sense of humor uh, who aren't fans of the Islanders do are, are laughing. And like, this is actually kind of hilarious. He's perfect for this team and like, in like the right role and mm. the Islanders will put him in the right role. And it's, and who isn't going to lose their minds and crack up when a- him and Andy Green are out there killing a penalty <laughs> together, killing a five on three? Well, so let, let's talk about that for a second before we get too much further. So, yeah. So Char is 44. Uh, Green is 39. Uh, you know, the Islanders are a, a, a pretty old team, all things considered. I'm sure at some point we'll see a big list. And I don't think they're the oldest team in the league, but I think they're they definitely kind I of want to be. I want to be though. I'm so <laughs> sick of playing the kids. Yeah. Just give me all these guys. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't. I hope Green and, and Char don't end up together. But you know, the, the thing is too, they're not. Uh, you know, the fastest team in the league, and that's fine. And uh, I saw somebody make make a point on Twitter that's true. Like, you know, people are complaining about Chara being slow. Chara has never been fast. He has never once been fast. In fact, he has done everything he's done in his miraculous, incredible career without the benefit of speed. Like, this is not Nicholas Lidstrom. This is not Nick Letty even. I mean, come on. Like, this guy, he's not known for being fast. He's known for hitting hard and being essentially uh, Easter Island Moai on the ice, like he's just a huge granite <laughs> statue that you cannot move in any way at any point during the course of the game. Um, you know, it's imperative upon Barry Trotz, obviously, to get the most out of this guy. And I think he'll do that. I mean, he's done that with just about everybody else that has played for the Islanders in the last couple of seasons. You know, that being said, if you look at Char's underlying numbers over the last couple of seasons, they have been diminishing. His last season in Boston was not great from a, a you know underlying numbers point of view uh, expected goals and things like that i'm looking at, at natural stat trick right now um you know his numbers in washington a little bit better than the the last ones in boston but still you know not great uh could have been better um and certainly not to the standards that he has set years and years before but again the dude is older now um you know I, i'm i'm not saying that's not a concern because it is and i think there are islanders fans out there that might be, you know, thinking or maybe even listening to this and being like, you guys are being way too optimistic, way too hopeful, way too, you know, excited for this, which is, you know, not a not a great signing and is, you know, maybe not going to uh, produce that much on the ice. I, I want to see what happens first. I want to see how he's deployed. I want to see how much ice time he gets. I want to see what role he ends up in. Um, and I, I feel like that's when we'll, we'll kind of make that determination. I want to see who maybe he's platooning with. Um, we don't know what Lou Lamorello and Barry Trotz told him, you know, when he signed. Um, and the thing is, too, and Arthur Staple brought this up. If you haven't read his piece of The Athletic, you should. He brought up two, two really important points. Um, well, one, this is going to be a one-year deal. So, like, there's going to be bonuses, I'm sure. Same with Parisi, same with Green, which was before. So, really, there's no harm in this, you know. I mean, they, they pay him. If it doesn't work out, God forbid, he walks next year, and it was a really cool story, and we all enjoyed his time. You know, I'm spending a little bit more time with us. Um, you know, we didn't have to give up anything, they didn't have to trade anybody. But the other thing, too, is that it buys the Islanders time, it buys them time to develop players, and it buys them depth, like you just said. Instead of filling those depth roles with guys that, quite frankly, aren't going to produce no matter what, whether they, you know, how, however old or young they are, this is a guy who allows players like Samuel Bulldock and Bodie Wild and other young players, Robin Sallow, to develop either in Bridgeport or maybe stay with the team and, you know, kind of mentor that way, get a little bit of playing kind of time like Noah Dobson got. And Zdeno Char is there to fill in. I mean, who could ask for a better mentor guy to watch play than Zdeno Char? So, you know, I, I think in this case, there 
you're if people have concerns, that's totally valid. I totally understand that. And I'm sorry if our excitement about this annoys you. But <laughs> that being said, I think even even if with those diminishing returns, I think there's a lot to like about this um, from really a no risk, you know, position. Like if he's here, I don't think there's a bad thing. It gives the Islanders a chance to develop a little bit more. It's really the financial commitment is very, very small. They didn't have to give up anything to get him. And, you know, maybe there's a chance he finds a fountain of youth. He, him and Zach Parisi are energized. They're in a new situation. They got a brand new building coming. They got a beautiful, you know, uh, uh, practice facility. They're hanging out on the island, although Chara says his family's still in Boston, which is much closer than Washington uh, to, to Long Island. So, um, yeah, I, I you know, I, I think at this point, the pros outweigh the cons for sure. And it's just yeah. cool to kind of get wrapped up in the story because it's just it's just fun. It's just a fun time. You know? Yeah. <laughs> to, it's, to be an Islanders fan. Yeah, it's awesome. It's like how many times do you did do you wish uh you know when these types of situations would pop up, you know, eight years ago that oh right. or a little bit longer, Peter Forsberg comes to mind when he was like kind of siding with one year deals towards the end of this career. Like, ah, he'd be fun to have on the Islanders <laughs> for a little bit, but like he he doesn't even know a player on the Islanders. He couldn't name one most likely. He could, he could probably name the goalies because he was very used to putting pucks past them, but that was about it. Um, the, uh, I mean, it's, but that's the thing, like these, these things are now happening and it's, it's more, much more of a signal than anything else, I think. Uh, and it's really hard to, to, to kind of come to grips with too. Like I joked like, man, Lou should just go sign Ziggy Palfy next or someone just <laughs> like, he's making, he's making everyone just so happy. It's like, everyone has just been in such a good mood, even though, we're finding out signings and who's on the team by seeing pictures of the players and what players are in the suite at the Jets game today and stuff <laughs> like he's he's he, he might be frustrating us, but it, we don't care, like because we're just so happy with the things he's uh, he's doing. And you, I think you said it right. And Arthur said in, in the article, it's um, on, in terms of on ice stuff, it's it's not it's Zanino Char is not going to play enough where he's going to torpedo the season uh, if, if he's terrible, which was like likely not going to happen that the, this deal has a pretty high floor and a pretty low ceiling he's not going to score 17 goals <laughs> he's not going but he, and he's not going to play 28 minutes a night um but he's going to play third line minutes and who would you rather you know doing that like who would you want how great is it that he's the islanders like number six maybe number seven defenseman <laughs> he's like in a, an 82 game season like him and andy green can kind of rotate in and out and um and I think, like Arthur said, like it does buy you, it buys you time, and it also, what it does is, uh, it gives basically, like uh, the role is Charis, right? So it's Chara, Green. We can pencil them in, but uh, on the left side of the defense, however the the, the pairings are going to shape up, uh, whatever. But um, what what it also does is like if 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 they don't work out, like yeah, like you said, like who knows, like Samuel Balduck maybe goes down to the AHL and just lights it up. Mm-hmm. Or, even Sebastian Ajo, Thomas Hickey, like these yeah. guys now, like they're, they're not just competing with, with, yeah. it's not so, like when, when uh, Dobson got sick uh, when he had COVID, like the Islanders had to like rush and dress Sebastian Ajo who hadn't played a game in like three years. Like now it's, <laughs> he's like, it's like Zidane Ochara or Thomas Hickey or Sebastian Ajo. Like the, the choice that like just the depth improves immensely because like they don't have a good left side of the defense right now, but what they do have is enough like decent, low low uh low like high floor low ceiling options same as as we were saying with chara i think the same thing is true about hickey and aho and green like they're not going to torpedo your season uh but if they need to come out for a game like 
you know, Sebastian Ajo can come in for Andy Green and and he if 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 you think the team needs to move the puck a little bit better on defense one game because uh you're playing a team that four checks well. Or conversely, like you can put Zanino Char back in that spot because Sebastian Ajo, maybe you're playing a physical team like or that's like gets real dirty in front of the net. Like then you put Zidane Char in. So it it's in, in terms of like my, it does buy time for the Bulldogs and Robin Salos of the world, but it also gives uh Barry Trotz like a lot more versatility with his uh op with his lineup decisions mm. because Zidane Char is still at 44 is is a unicorn <laughs> in the way he plays the game. He's he's so big and long and physical uh that he changes the way you have to uh game plan offensively. Like so you're, and what are the Islanders really, really good at? They're really good at stopping east-west passes in their in their own zone and stopping, uh, you know, keeping sight lines for goalies clear. Mm. Who's better than that <laughs> at that than Char? Yeah, it's like it's he he does he fits the molds. He knows what to do. It's the same thing with Andy Green. Like I said it when in his first season, I think I was like, "There's nobody in the world better at just getting a puck." winning like winning like a two second puck battle and, and getting that puck to the corner or somewhere safe than Andy Green. And that's a lot of what the Islanders defense is all about. It's just, you know, making making sure that that puck stays out of the danger zone. And if it ever gets in there, it gets out of there as quickly as possible. And uh, both these guys are very, very good at that. Uh, at that skill. I think somebody posted a graphic that Andy Green had like the best, I think it was in stat, like the best puck battle win percentage in his own zone over, over the last year or something. Um, and I like, he's sim- similarly to Char, like these guys are, get- they'll win the puck pretty, uh, like more often than not, are they going to start, uh, you know, three on twos? Are they going to be the, the, the trail around a four on two rush and, and finish off on a, like a nice goal or make a no look feed to Anthony Bovillier? No, like that's not who they are. They'll probably skate off and go for a change. Uh, and as long as these guys play to their role, like they're going to because you can't not do that on this team. It's a cardinal sin. Uh, you'll sit on, you'll get benched by Barry Trotz. Like as long as everyone plays their role, this should be fine. Um, so like just on so many levels, even on an on nice level, uh, it's it's gonna be. Uh, it's it's. I think it's it's just like you said. The the pros, not only do they outweigh the cons, but they do it. They do by a lot, like a long <laughs> shot. Like it's there's there's really no no harm in doing this and. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's still hilarious to think about that <laughs> you know just imagining Zdeno Chara getting announced on opening night or the home opener. Oh yeah, after a thirteen game road trip, by the way. Yeah. welcome, welcome, welcome to your new team that we'll see in a month. <laughs> I, I, I was thinking about it. Like, uh, it is going to be weird seeing him out there in like what I assume would be a night number thirty three, you know, Islanders jersey. Like, it is going to be odd. It was odd seeing him as in a Capitals jersey, but. I think it'll be odd seeing him in Islanders, but like good odd. I think it'll be, you know, it'll it'll look the same. He posted a great picture on Instagram. You know, if you haven't watched his video uh, uh, on the Islanders site, you definitely should. It's it's great. He's such an intelligent guy. He's one of those guys you could just listen to him talk about hockey all the time. Uh, I, I love to point this out about Zanetti Ochara. He is a licensed real estate agent because he's thinking about his post-playing <laughs> career. I don't know. I can't imagine buying a house from Zidane Chara. I think that would be the awesomest thing ever. And if he's looking you know, for places to set up shop, well, I can't think of a better place for real estate than Long Island. A lot of money, a lot of not nice neighborhoods. I think one if, I wonder if he's thinking about that too. Um, but yeah, you know, I think you bring up a good point. I think he and Trotz know the deal, and I think they're, they're going to be good together. And I think, you know, if we're talking about anything – you know, when he probably weighed the options, he said he had a couple other teams he was talking to. I think, you know, not just 
coming back to the Islanders and, you know, their chances at winning a cup. But I think playing for Barry Trotz probably was pretty high on the list. I think, you know, he's played for some really, really good coaches, uh, particularly in the last three years. He's played for three good coaches, you know, two good coaches, and now he's got another one. And I think they're going to they're gonna work out well. I think they're going to know each other's strengths and they're not going to, you know, Trotz is never going to ask his guys to do too much. And, uh, you know, the other thing too is the Islanders forwards know how to play defense too, which isn't something that, you know, every team can say. Um, the other thing is, uh, is after the whole thing happened, it took a few minutes to to enjoy it, and then I actually had to go mow the lawn. And as I was thinking about mow the lawn, I pictured one of those games, you know, at UBS Arena next year. Char is out there on the ice. Islanders are playing the Florida Panthers, and then they put up, you know, the camera up in a suite, and there's Roberto Luongo, and they put him up, and the whole place just stands up. And gives him a standing <laughs> O and a big long loo. And he just like waves and he you know, he starts like crying and he just gives like, you know, he the, the puts the, the prayer hands together and he's like, Thank you so much. That would I mean, I might just like literally burst into tears. I feel like I just I would be like, I can't believe this has actually happened. These guys it, have come together. Yeah, it would be you know, they we we our favorite one of our favorite nights of the year since uh the new regime with Ledecky yep. and Malkin was was uh has been alumni night. So maybe that's a good one mm. for alumni night yeah. is when lose there. And you can bring, uh, you know, like you said, Jokin in. Yeah. You can bring Kavasha. Bring, bring him back. Harris, yeah. we bring, don't come back. He's basically different. everybody who was, who was traded by or <laughs> traded or acquired by Mike Milbury. You can just make it that night and you can yeah. just skate them all out. And uh, yeah. you can see the how, how bad the trade was by uh, <laughs> what the reaction is. Yeah. Because uh, some of them will be. Not nice. <laughs> I can just imagine like Luongo's kids, who I, I believe were all born in, in Florida, or at least, you know, spent the majority of their lives in Florida, are going to be like, Dad, why are these people so happy to see you? And it's like, it's a long story. <laughs> it's a really long story. Just don't worry about it. I'll tell you later. But, you know, this is very – I think people would give him a, a big ovation, I think. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah I think I, – I think, and uh, I mean, honestly, if – let's say Chara retired and he came back for alumni night uh, oh, yeah. without playing for the Islanders, same thing because – we we were we said it a million times on the show like islander fans really appreciate anyone who who played for the islanders during that <laughs> those those lean years and they kind of become cult icons just because uh they did it like they didn't just say like hey like i'm not playing today because this is outrageous like i'm we're flying commercial to los angeles after we just played last night yeah. in in montreal uh <laughs> milberry actually made a couple guys hitchhike like you know there's 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 definitely a kind of a look like you we respect that you guys put those jerseys on yeah. skated and played in front of 2000 people <laughs> and uh you know it's those guys will would would receive i think they would all receive pretty uh pretty rousing ovations I think and, so yeah and and one other thing too just so to think about with with Chara is is, is the longevity is mind blowing <laughs> um uh, it is it, it's 20 25 years since he's been drafted I was six. Mm. I'm 31 now. Like, so I, my entire school career <laughs> plus, plus my entire career mm. as a, as a professional, uh, he's been around. Like he was there, he was drafted when I was in kindergarten basically, wow. and, uh, or first grade. So like that's nuts. And you, you just think about that, the guys that he's played against mm. on, on some of the Islander teams that he's, uh, when he was with the senators and the Bruins or whatever. And there's like, yeah, I remember like Kenny, like, like loving Kenny Onsen be like Kenny Onsen he's 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 like my favorite defenseman he's so good and then you watch his Dano Chara play and you're like 
Kenny Johnson is just nowhere near as good as Dan Char. Like the Islanders haven't had a, it's I guess it's since until Pollock and Pellick, like a, a defenseman in his in his tier, right. even close to it, uh, and and which is you know obviously asking a lot lot of a player because Zdeno Char is going to go down as one of the best defensemen of all time, uh, but. It, it, it's just you just think about all these guys that have come and gone in between when he was there when he was here. I mean, he played with Kenny Johnson. Right. Just, I just mean, if you think amazing. about the best defensemen the Islanders have had since they traded Char, and they, they've had a few. Janssen's one. Adrian Acoin is another one. You know, it's yeah. Pelic and Pulik are the closest anybody has ever come to to Char, and even they're not close to prime Char when he was not playing for the Islanders and playing for somebody else <laughs> as good as they are. They, yeah. They aren't yeah. even in that ballpark. Yeah. They're a unit. Like Zidane right. Chara is it. They, they basically, if you put them to the two of them together, maybe, right. But, uh, you know, yeah. Zidane Chara, sometimes you'd be like, he's the, I think he's, he's the only person on the ice. Cause the Islanders were just so yeah. bad that the other team was just like, Z, can you just kill a couple of minutes yeah. here by, your, by he's yourself? Really, really a very hard player to describe. He's like a force of nature. Basically. Yeah. He's like, you mm-hmm. know, and, and, and nobody knows that better than Johnny Boychuk, who is still here too. Oh, yeah. Very excited. And I'm a petty for Matt Martin's thoughts. He <laughs> fought him. I think the two of them have fought each other like seven times. Wow. wow. <laughs> like, and, and, and they've always been, and this is, I think a common thing with Martin. Um, like the fights are very, gentlemanly i guess mm. you know and and every because every time like afterwards like the two of them are you know yeah. patting each other on the back and like saying like you know good scrap or oh whatever. i'm sure there's uh, a there's a respect yeah. level there i think i think sure. that'll be that'll be fun uh, <laughs> to, to ask about like, we gotta get Art, arthur stable to ask matt martin and zidane char to like do a, a tape a break like a second by second breakdown and <laughs> the guy who's who i want to see talk with chara uh, like a martin chara interview would be really really cool but I want to see Chara and the man who was once his coach when he was an Islander, Butch Goring, have a sit down <laughs> and talk about those years. I bet they would have a lot of laughs. Uh, Let's just put it that way. Really Butch got fired. Chara got traded. Didn't, you know, was, I'm sure, a tough time for both of them, but man, it's a long time ago. And I feel like both of them would sit down and just, just have a good laugh about it. So yeah. I think that'd be a lot of fun. And <laughs> just, just, it's just, one more thing is he's Zdeno Chara was a, as a guy that turned two franchises mm. around like, and into like halcyon days, like golden eras mm. too, which is crazy. Like the senators became a juggernaut when he got there. Then when he went to the Bruins, they mm. became a juggernaut. Um, so it's, and obviously that's not change here, but it's just, it just speaks volumes of just how good he's been yeah. in his career that he wasn't like the missing piece. He was just, he was like, the foundation for both those teams doing really well and reaching heights. I never thought of it that way, but yeah, you're right. So if anybody at the Islanders is listening, we've given you a list of things to worry about <laughs> to get going on. <laughs> Luongo, uh, interview with Butch Goring, sit down with Matt Martin. <laughs> this is all, you know, this is all on you. So uh, we're yeah. looking forward to them. Uh, okay. We're going to take a quick break, come back and talk about training camp, which uh, starts this week. Oh my God. Hockey's around the corner. So wait for a couple minutes and then uh, come back and uh, we'll talk about that. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Our favorite sponsor is VintageIceHockey.com, where you can get T-shirts, hoodies, and mugs featuring over 100 classic hockey logos. They also have our Al Arbor T-shirts, uh, and our portion of the sales of that go directly to the Center for Dementia Research. You can use the code Lighthouse15. Save yourself 15%. And I heard through a little birdie, a.k.a. the VintageIceHockey.com uh, Instagram account, that uh, the Albany River Rats might be making an appearance soon, which is, man, you're talking about hockey from the 90s. That That's an all-time classic. Like You've got to take a look and check that out as soon as they're available. Uh, VintageIceHockey.com. Go there today. Uh, it's a great site. Uh, okay, so training camp does begin this Thursday. Uh, my favorite part of training camp is the first day when like the guys take all the goofy pictures and stuff like that. And you see them with their jerseys on and like shorts and flip flops underneath. <laughs> they don't take pictures. Um, and uh, it's going to be a big one. Zach Parisi is here. Zidane Char is here. A lot of the <laughs> Islanders crew from last year is here. Uh, and there's a couple of guys that aren't Zach Parisi and uh, Zidane Char that will also be here as well. Um, there's been a bunch of signings after uh, you know, the, the Chara and Parisi signings that, you know, I don't know if anybody noticed. Um, defenseman Paul Ledoux uh, was signed. Uh, Cap Friendly has him for uh, a one-year deal at 75 or, yeah, seven, 750000 That's the minimum. Uh, former Kings draft pick, uh, I guess, played uh, parts of a bunch of seasons for them. Another guy, uh, Andy Andreoff, another Kings draft pick, played with the Flyers, I believe, last year. Uh, he was signed also for a minimum deal. He's on the minor league section right now. Um, and, uh, you know, he's he's a, a de- depth forward. He's the kind of guy who scores on you when you play a team on the West Coast. And you're like, who? And I mean, well, he's <laughs> their fourth line guy. Um, a couple other guys uh, were signed uh, that you may have missed. Dmitry Timoshov got picked up last year in that minor trade from the Red Wings. Otto Koivula has re- been re-signed. Cole Bardrow. I was at Cole Bardrow's <laughs> game that where he signed, when he scored that that penalty shot goal for his first NHL goal when the Islanders had that crazy uh, streak going. He got re-signed too. Um, and uh, yeah, Ken Appleby signed too. I don't know if, if people saw that before the the goalie, the old uh, standby goalie is going to play, I guess, a lot in Bridgeport. Um, you know, these are the depth guys that you bring in. I'm assuming that most of them are going to end up playing in Bridgeport for the most part. Ledoux is an interesting kind of wild card. I can see him getting some NHL minutes. Um, you know, he's a right defenseman. So maybe he's sort of, Injury replacement. Um, and so, you know, there's a big, there's a lot of people <laughs> coming into this training camp for the Islanders, which kind of makes me think that maybe there's another move uh, that Lou Lamorello might have to make, perhaps a subtraction move. Maybe, uh, you know, you might wake up one day and find that, you know, Leo Komarov was dumped off for like a fifth round pick to Anaheim or something like that. Uh, I'm just saying it, it feels like there's a lot of dudes here. They do have to put Johnny Boychuk on LTIR. To open up some cap space right now, cap friendly has them with zero, um, but uh, they're over the cap by, uh, I guess, uh, a few million. And Boychuk will, when he goes on LTIR, that'll open up a little bit more. So, yes, yeah, it's going to be a lot of faces here uh, at camp. Some new, some old, and uh, some who. Um, but uh, it's exciting that yeah. uh, we've gotten to this point. 
it's going to be funny when the first preseason game in Bridgeport or whatever, you're going to see uh, Zdeno Chara playing with Eric Gustafson or something. Oh, like dude, that. I completely yeah. forgot about Gustafson. Well, he's a PTO. Technically, yeah, but... you know, he's not unsigned yet, but I mean, he's on a PTO for training camp. I completely forgot about Eric Gustafson, which usually happens. Well, I mean, yeah. you can be forgiven. <laughs> forgive him at that. Uh, yeah, he, uh, it's just, there are, there are a lot of bodies here and I do like the way that we're finding these things out. Like, uh, the other day, I found out that Andy Andriov was signed because I was just on the Islanders website looking to see uh, just what they have listed in the roster. And I was like, <laughs> when did they sign Andy Andriov? Mm. Like, this is uh, this is not. Um, and then the, and then I scrolled down a little bit further, and yeah, you saw like Paula Do and mm. uh, and those guys, Colin, some guy named Colin Adams. Uh, he was an Islanders and, draft pick. He went to yeah. North Dakota. That much I know. <laughs> and uh, and then, uh, but it's like you said, there's a lot of bodies here, uh, which makes you think that yeah, something maybe is up. Someone's going somewhere. Um, but like, because even like the Michael Dalcole thing, <clears throat> like Michael Dalcole was at the Jets game with the Islanders today. Like something, I don't think that means that he signed with uh, the Carolina Hurricanes. He's at the game <laughs> with the with the with his friends a couple nights before training camp opens. So there's just so many uh there's a lot of bodies here and a lot of them are uh, NHL veterans and journeymen or Michael Dalcole and <laughs> uh so it, it does feel like there's something up. Uh but to I think the like you know, like you said like Ledoux, like Gustafson, uh Hikiaho, like that's that's what the Islanders have this uh year are when when you hear teams like contenders the lightning like when the lightning go to camp all of a sudden that you you see like a list of like six veterans like Kurt like Curtis McElhinney or like that elk of player um signing with the lightning you're like oh that makes sense because uh these guys are reliable at, at their role and the lightning are Stanley Cup contenders so like I'm these guys I don't think would mind being the seventh or eighth defenseman in Tampa Bay playing <laughs> And then having a chance that like, oh, when my number's called, it might be in game six of the Eastern Conference final, right? <laughs> so like those, th- these are those kind of guys. And they're also the kind of players like, can you imagine if the Leafs signed Paul Ledoux? Oh, like, yeah. Well, how many articles would be on The Athletic? Be like, oh, this Dubas, Dubas, <laughs> un- he uncovers another gem. How Andy Paul- Andreoff is here to stabilize the Leafs' bottom six. <laughs> yeah. It would 100% be the headline. Somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Somewhere. And it's like when they signed when they when they traded for Ben Hutton at the deadline, and he was they're right. like, yeah, these in, in, in to normal people, it was oh yeah, there's the Leafs just traded for their ninth defenseman because people get hurt and, hmm. on long playoff runs, and you need black aces, etc. And but to James Myrtle and the and the folks at the Athletic, it was oh my god, <laughs> the Ben Hutton move that could be the, what the what it what does it that what ends the what ends the drought. Um, Spoiler didn't. It? Um, <laughs> the so like these are these are those kind of moves that uh, when when uh, good teams make these like kind of PTOs, you're like yeah, it makes sense. Like that's a that's a a good insurance policy. Like Eric Gustafson, yeah, he's uh, he is who he is. He doesn't he he's lost in his own zone, but the guy can move a puck and he knows how to score on a power play. So that guy is not a terrible option to have. Uh, when you don't have Nick Letty or who was your running your first power play unit last year anymore. Like, so like there, there's reasons uh, to at least be intrigued by them and uh, hell, hell like who, who better to like turn a guy's defensive zone prowess around than Barry Trotz. So <laughs> um, yeah, they're, they're, uh, 
there it's a fun bunch it's a fun yeah it's a fun bunch of extras coming from even like like anatoly goloshev who the hell knows what this guy's got like yeah. he could be good great or uh and i think it's funny that timoshaw's back i think it's funny that otto koivala and Kiefer bellows didn't kind of sulk their way out of long off of long island because i mean koivala especially deserves a like a chance to see if he can stick in the nhl because he hasn't really been afforded that here yet uh bellows he's i think he's he's got a, like a little reputation stuff to, to work on so he's a little bit of a different story but the fact that they re-upped on two-way contracts i think was another you know it's not a big deal but it's it's a good sign more than anything that they want to stick around in this in this kind of culture yeah that's what also again leads me to think that they are going to make a move because there are some guys that still need to sign i'm on cap friendly right now um you know, uh, Bellows doesn't have a contract yet. He's an RFA. Goloshev doesn't have one either. Uh, they may have signed. They just, it's not listed here on Cap Friendly. Uh, Mike and I were joking before we came on that I think we think Lou does this, or I think Lou does this just to mess with that Cap Friendly. I think he's just like, that website's not going to get over on me and am I dirty laundry? You know, so I think he just likes to, <laughs> to, to just, you know, push back against the, the, tyranny of capfriendly.com arguably the most important site to hockey fans <laughs> going these days uh between that and natural stat trick it's one of those two but um you know I, it, so i think there's something to happen here parisi and chara are both still listed without money here so we have no idea how much they're getting paid uh which i alluded to earlier too i mean we're assuming it's the 7500 as uh, uh, 750 uh that's the minimum with some bonus uh money as well they'll be paid next year a la andy green um, but yeah, I, you know, there, it is an interesting group. And I think that, you know, there's a lot of depth here, you know, Gustafson, you know, that, that happened before Chara, you know, he, he stinks. Like he's not that good. Uh, he has had a, a history of, of playing well offensively, which is good. You know, they, they can probably work with that. And, and again, like, you know, playing for Barry Trotz is different than playing for a lot of other coaches. I think he'll instill kind of a structure. And, you know, you also, if you've got other players, we've got four other guys on the ice that are working along with you, maybe it could work out. Um, but, you know, again, he, he's one of those sort of like, you know, harmless kinds of things. They give him a shot. Hopefully, you know, even if they sign, if he signs, you know, it doesn't cost you too much. Uh, and if it does, well, they get rid of him. And that's, you know, one, one thing these this Islanders group has done. And I mean, obviously the first thing people are going to say, Whoa, what about Leo? But uh, you know, for the most part, they make mistakes go away. Like they just, you know, if somebody's not working, they'll just they'll just make them go away and just put them on waivers or or just you know put them in the in the press box and have them practice. And nobody really says anything. You know, Thomas Hickey's a guy who could have at any point made a lot of noise and been like, "Hey, you gotta trade me, get me out of here. I want to play somewhere." But he's still here. And when he got to play, he was like excited to play. So whatever is going on behind the scenes to make these guys this tight, uh, it's working. And I expect it to to work a little, you know, another year, and uh, and for this year's training camp to be pretty interesting. Uh, you know, I mean, most of the roster, I think, at this point, is pretty set. You can look at it, and most of the the lineup is is what it is. There's a couple of guys that might pop in or he- out here and there. Maybe there'll be a surprise, but I feel like a lot of these guys know they're going to be depth, and they're okay with that, and they're they're yeah. part of that, you know, part of the group, and and they want to be. And I think it also helps, you know, nobody. A lot of times nobody really cares about what's going on in the AHL, but I think if a lot of them end up in Bridgeport, that's, that season's going to be a normal, quote-unquote, normal season now, too, for the first time. I mean, if anything, AHL seasons have been more messed up than NHL seasons this couple last couple of years. Uh, so I think, you know, they might they might relish a chance to play every day there, too. Oh, sorry. Um, you mentioned the, the Jets game before. 
uh, when my wife came home, she was out shopping. She's like, did the Jets win? And I just laughed. I'm like, ah, of course not. They haven't beaten the Patriots in six years. Um, but there was a nice contingent of Islanders fans there, uh, Islanders players there. One of them was Corey Schneider. He ain't even on this page and cap friendly. So I think he's probably back too. They went to all the yeah. trouble to get him a jersey and he drove all the way to East Rutherford or to watch this team play. So it's so great. That's how we're finding these things out. You know, it's just so great. Um, Got spies at MetLife Stadium. <laughs> watching well uh, and uh, and like uh there's just such a like we keep saying there's such a difference between like signing these kind of players for to this team than you know peter regan or whatever to the <laughs> 2012 islanders wherever he whenever he played and like it's 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 a very different vibe to being a, a 13th forward when you're in this group and uh like even, like one other thing about gustafson that i find funny is that a couple years ago he was a one of those analytics darlings and everyone was like, how can you not take a flyer on Eric Gustafson? Like, this guy's great. Like, he he's he he's great play driver, et cetera. And like nobody did. I think the maybe the Blackhawks were the team that signed him at, at in that summer, and everyone was like praising the Blackhawks or Flames, whoever signed him. And and then when he was terrible, like nobody piped back up and saying, Oh, well, guess we got that one wrong because that that community never does that. So uh, you know, he, he's he, he he's uh a former uh, former analytics darling uh, who who now comes to a team where uh, everyone made fun of them for being uh, you know old school and, and anti analytics, which is definitely not true because uh, they no team in the league is like that anymore. <laughs> and uh, it's like it's 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 just funny that when when those guys just don't pan out, uh, nobody nobody pipes back up and and, and defends them <laughs> and saying or, or, or takes takes say, oh, my bad, our bad. We uh, I guess there's more to it than, than meets the chart, uh, you know, and so, but he's also him, him Ledoux, like what, um, if they, let's say they don't work out, uh, in terms of like an NHL roster, what that does is it gives Bridgeport something they haven't had in a long time either, which is guys playing, uh, on that blue line that mm. have NHL experience. Like I think Thomas Hickey probably is the only one in, in a long time and, and like legitimate NHL experience, mm. at least like they've been around and uh, that's good for guys like, uh, yeah, like Salo and Bolduc again, like there's uh, there's something uh, to this like era of this since Lamarillo and Trucks came, like there's a new kind of wrinkle and, and a good wrinkle every, every year. Like, and this year it seems to be like, yeah, like they instilled the first year they, they taught the team like how to win and how to play properly the second team, the second year was basically like, uh, you know, taking that to the next level, how to, how to win playoff series, how to beat teams that are better than you in playoffs, whatever. And then this year it seems like it's like getting that kind of ethos installed in the lower levels of the organization. Uh, and as, as petty as it was, but like changing the name from Bridgeport Tigers to Bridgeport Islanders probably is part of that. And yeah. Lou Lamarillo's, uh, crazy, but genius mind, uh, like, and, and that seems to be like what this, this, uh, the goal of the summer seemed to have been like, let's get as many uh, professional bodies in here as possible to help uh, the guys like we've been mentioning a two Rati, who mm-hmm. all of a sudden seems to be uh, the second coming of Connor <laughs> McDavid for, for, for the summer. Like, yeah. like all of a sudden everyone's like, Oh yeah. Like, I guess we, we may, may have made a mistake on, on that guy. He probably shouldn't have been a second rounder and uh, <laughs> he's coming to camp like Simon Holmstrom, like yeah. those kind of guys, like 
Simon Holmstrom hasn't had a hasn't had a normal. He came over from mm. Sweden early, and he was like, "Yeah, I want to get adjusted to life in 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 North American hockey leagues." And <laughs> got anything he, but. he chose a terrible, terrible yeah. time to do that. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Bodie uh, Wild just, too is another guy who's right. Bodie Wild up and all over the place for him. So yeah, so like there are and people, you know, you we harp on like the, uh, you know, the the thing to be worried is about is that there aren't there isn't like a the cupboard is, I guess, a little thin in terms of prospects and future assets and whatever, but uh, that's not the kind of intersection that the Islanders are at right now. They're at an intersection where they only need a couple of guys every year to kind of turn a corner like they had with Noah Dobson or Devon Taves before him, Pelic and Pollock before them. Like they're in a, they're, they don't need to have, you know, 20 guys and hope three of them are able to stick. They, <laughs> they can have six and hope one does right yeah. now. And that's uh, a good, it's a good place to be. And it's kind of like, like where you know the penguins were at the beginning like when or when they kind of cons- like consolidated themselves as you know the the team in the NHL like they would they would have Jake Gensel would come up and mm. the, the people would say they yeah, have the farm systems thin because they've been selling out to to get better at the deadline and but they don't need you know, when you're that good you don't need six guys every year you just need one so right. uh they're just in a as good a spot as they've been before training camp in my entire life, probably. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't like, I don't, I can't think like, cause you can think about last, last off season. Who, who the hell knew was going to happen? Like in terms of the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like uh, this year we, we have like a little bit of an inkling of that. Things are going to be a little bit more normal. And uh, the Islanders are maybe of, of every team in the league, this side of Vegas, Colorado and Tampa Bay, like the best set up. And it's, wild I mean. <laughs> it's it's definitely wild uh yeah no i i agree with you i mean this is probably the best setup they've had going into training camp in a very very long time and to me the most interesting thing is something we'll we'll never even understand because we're not there but like you know this is a team that has championship aspirations and like that's that's gonna really i think be the theme of this season is like how do you go into a season saying like our goal right now is to win the Stanley cup? Like, and it's crazy, you know, <laughs> let's remove the Islanders this from the whole thing. And you know how crazy it is that that's that they're, they're that team, but like, you know, that, that's a lot of weight. That's a lot of pressure to put on you. And, and a lot of these guys, you know, again, they've come a long way in three years. And I wonder if that's also kind of, you know, one of the reasons they brought in guys like Andre off, I believe was on the Kings. One, one of the Kings uh, championship teams, or at least was a black ace, I don't know about Ledoux. Obviously, Chara has championship experience. You know, uh, Parisi has experience with the Devils going to the cup final. And, you know, obviously his time in Minnesota never extended past the second round of the playoffs. But, like, again, this is a guy who certainly understands how to do hard work. I don't think it was really his fault that they never got that far. So I wonder if that leads into a lot of those signings there, too, uh, because that that's a that's a weird place for the Islanders to be in. And, and it's a weird place for really any team to be in. Like, you got to do this now. Like there's no, there's no more excuses now. You got to get this over with and their window is right now and they have to, you know, I'm sure Barry Trotz has already thought about it and talked about it with his players. Like they need to understand that your window is right now. And that doesn't necessarily guarantee you're going to win a Stanley cup. I mean, the lightning's window we thought was open for a while and yeah, they've won back to back, but like there was a long time there where it looked like they were going to be the, one of the better teams in the league that just didn't come away with a cup. You know, they just kept losing in the conference final, lost in the final that year to Chicago. And now they're the gold standard for the league. So uh, it's it's a weird spot for yeah. the Islanders to be, <laughs> to be I, in. Like if, if the Islanders, you know, had a, somehow win a Stanley Cup this year, which you know, knock on wood, whatever. Like they, 
they become the gold standard, I think, of the league because of, the, because of how balanced mm. they are as a as an organization, as a team, as a roster. Like, I think every team in the league right now is looking at them like, mm, you know, the top heavy kind of team team building uh, kind of philosophy is not really bearing fruit. And there was an era where it seemed like a lot of player, uh, you know, teams were kind of going down that route. You know, got to get a star player. Mm. You don't win without a star player. It was like, yeah, that's true, but you also don't win without a lot of other good players. <laughs> um, when you look at other rosters, it's not like the Blackhawks were just Kane, Taves, Keith, mm. Duck and Keith, and you know Brent Seabrook when he was really good. Like they had really good role players, and mm. uh, same goes for the Kings, the Penguins, whatever. So like the Islanders are as balanced as a team. Uh, if you look in like daily faceoff or whatever, like you look at these depth charts, and you're like this. Where's the where's the hole? Where's you know it's 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 yeah I guess it's on you know left D but like Zdeno Chara now kind of fills that in a little bit, um and if he doesn't there's kind of some capable options behind him they might not be great options but they also have the flexibility to to get a great option uh, but there's uh there's there's so many more rosters that are in a lot worse shape mm. uh, than the Islanders and it's it's almost like the Islanders and it should you just want to like put their name and logo on, on like the coyotes. Cause like I've, I've seen, I'm looking at like the coyotes or the Sabres roster and be like, Oh man, like I remember when the Islanders looked like this. Like, <laughs> you know, like I, I remember when we, you know, we signed our goaltending plan was Joey McDonald and Jan Denis. And you look at the, the Sabres, they're like going with Craig Anderson and Aaron Dell. You're like, yeah, it's not that far off. You know, <laughs> it's not that far off from where we were. And, uh, and, but it's like, it's so different to, there, you know, there's so many Sabres fans who probably scroll up and say like, oh, let me check, see what the Islanders done this summer. Like, damn, like that's a good team. Like, why can't we be more like the Islanders? Wow. Whoa. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's funny you mentioned the Coyotes too, because as you were talking about, you know, that kind of good feeling towards camp and, and the balance in the roster, I thought all I could think to myself is how much of the that feeling of balance in the roster is due to the fact that Andrew Ladd isn't here anymore. <laughs> like, yeah, you don't have that true. big huge matzo ball hanging out there that's just like <laughs> oh, man this, we could do so much if this six million or five and a half million wasn't here well he's not and guess what they did a lot this summer you know <laughs> after getting getting rid of him you know really, really lack of a better word and then nick letty too i guess in a way kind of fits the bill too but you know again obviously letty is a, a much more valuable and and you know actual useful player than than lad is but Man, getting Lad off the books really, really opens like a, opening up a window. You know, it's really just like, oh my gosh, like, the fresh air is now coming in here, and I can see, I can see clearly now. You know, that kind of thing. So, um, also by the way, I was wrong. Uh, Andreoff wasn't on that Kings uh, 2014 team, but he he came up to the Kings in the, the year after. So I was assuming he was a Black Ace uh, that year and has at least a little bit of experience there. But mm. uh, anyway, <laughs> just wanted to correct that. So yeah, a lot going on. Training camp starts Thursday. Pictures and all that stuff and. I hope the guys are ready because, as we all know, Barry Trotz likes to really open up the can of whoop ass on day one, and uh, you know they better be ready for uh, to go because again, this is a this is a weird year. This is a big year, a lot of pressure, a lot more pressure yeah. than the Islanders have ever had in our lifetime yeah, in a long time. <laughs> that's the scary part of it is yeah the expectations that kind of come with it, and um, you know even last year a lot of people still were not believers. I remember Jeff Merrick predicting them to be the biggest disappointment in the NHL for the season that passed, which, yeah, I guess if you want to call whatever they did, you know, going <laughs> a goal of the Stanley cup final mm. came close on that one, Jeff. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it's, it, he wasn't alone. It's, you know, yeah. it's the point. Like there was a lot of people that didn't think the Islanders were going to uh, 
make the playoffs and if they did make a run and especially in that division and this season it seems like everybody's there's gonna be like i said last episode like get ready to to see these season predictions and see people say oh, islanders over avalanche in the stanley cup <laughs> get ready for that like, like that's <laughs> that's not uh that's not something we've ever seen before mm. outside of you know brian compton's nhl.com <laughs> predictions or something you know yeah. like it's not brian compton not, ej raddick yeah, exactly. very nice yeah. guys. All great guys. All Islanders yeah. fans. Very optimistic. Uh, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> but yeah, get used to that. The team's got to get used to it. And you know, if they start slowly, like that's that's pretty pretty uh, heavy cr- heavy crown to like wear. Yeah, because uh, then you're like, oh god, mm-hmm. you know, we uh, this is over. And uh, one one thing was that uh, to take, I guess, Solison is that Barry Trotz does get these guys off to to great yeah. starts. Uh, yeah. In, in, at least in his first three seasons, even last year when they kind of sputtered for like the first six games, they righted that shit pretty quickly. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's time to you know, it's, like I said, it's not no more proving people wrong. It's now time to prove them right, and that's <laughs> probably a lot harder to do. Right. Yeah, the uh, you know we'll talk about it some more. We talked about it last week, but yeah, that that road trip more than anything else, more than the age of Zdeno Chara or the effectiveness of Zach Parisi or the signing of Eric Gustafson to a PTO. The number one thing that worries me is that that road trip. <laughs> so I think, but you know, we got to wait for it to start and, and then see what happens and uh, worry about it when uh, when it comes around. So uh, yeah, so oh, and what uh, you mentioned, thirty-one thoughts. Uh, they're they're doing sort of a series of interviews with guys that were in Chicago for Media Day. That's pretty cool. Uh, which means that they'll may talk to Anders Lee uh, and give the Islanders their customary three minutes and then move on to the next thing. So uh, <laughs> yeah. I hope you're enjoying. Talk about Parisi. So I wonder if they'll they'll mention Chara. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. We'll uh, we'll have to see. So, uh, but if not, you have us. So. That's it. Yes. That's the best we can do. <laughs> uh, oh, but uh, thanks for listening. Uh, we'll be back. Uh, you know, we were going to talk this week anyway, but that is now this episode. So we'll be back again uh, probably next week uh, or, uh, you know, if another crazy signing happens, uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, read Lighthouse Hockey every single day for your most up-to-date Islanders news and discussion. Uh, where can everybody find you on Twitter? Uh, you can find me at the Big Lebowski with two E's. Follow Mike at the Big Lebowski. Make sure to read his work at the Action Network. Uh, I'm sure there's uh, some uh, early betting action going on, and uh, we'll see what kind of odds uh, the Islanders are getting for that Stanley Cup final yeah. against the Avalanche. <laughs> it might be a good time <laughs> to buy because yeah. you know, yeah, if- yeah they definitely, I, I, they're definitely uh, seems to be some people who believe in them mm. uh, that are you know market setters, right? Uh, so which is you know a good sign. Yeah, get, get in before those guys start working their magic. Because, yeah, it's yeah. Be fun. I think one 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 bet I think is is a good bet to make now. I think I, t- I talked about you, Saros, is a Vezina. But like, um, if you can get a uh, coach of the year, Jack Adams odds. I like Daryl Sutter in, in Calgary mm. uh, because that division is is a joke. So like the, the Flames, they should make the playoffs, and everyone will say, "Oh, Daryl Sutter did such a great job taking this team into the playoffs because he's you know Daryl Sutter." Uh, so and he. The, when you're betting those awards markets, you just got to remember that it's hum, it's human beings like Jeff Merrick voting for, for the winner. So it's like you're, you're basically handicapping who's going to be good, but yeah. who is Jeff Merrick going to vote for? Yeah. You know, like that's what you got to be thinking of. I can, uh, I can totally see that happening. You are 100% correct about that Pacific Division. It is, in fact, a joke. But, you know, as as an observer from far away, I would not trust the Calgary Flames as far as I can throw them. In fact, no, I, would, absolutely not. I would pick – what about Dave Haxtell? For yes, for Seattle, I think. Yeah, especially because you're rooting. For, we root for stories here, not yeah. not teams. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, I'm not saying they're going to, I don't think they're going to go on some kind of like crazy golden Knights. Yeah, type if they run, make the but, playoffs. Yeah. You know, totally he's going to be in the running. Right. So that's, that's a, that's definitely a, someone to look, but I think the, that, that division is definitely one to hunt for like long shots. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, and because it's uh, it's a mess. <laughs> oh, get the best player in the league, the second best player in the league, and six other teams made up of like just guys. Like it's just yep. it's insane. But we should do like an all like a non Islanders episode and just talk about talk shit about every other team in the <laughs> NHL. We normally talk shit about the Leafs and you know a couple yeah. of the Metro guys, but like we we kind of skip over most of the Central Division, obviously most of the Pacific Division. So we should we should get into that because that, that'd be a lot of fun. Uh, but uh, that that'll be for another time. But uh, thanks yep. for listening. Uh, enjoy run up to training camp and the beginning of camp, and uh, we'll be back uh, soon enough. All right, thanks a lot. Talk to you later. Bye bye. It's been a while since I could hold my head.